0: Hi everyone today we have a great podcast and i hope you enjoy we had a great conversation with savannah lee and it was so amazing everything that we talked about and i really hope that you listen to the whole thing and enjoy and let me talk a little bit about savannah savannah lee is an international artist published author wife and mother of two she's the creator of the artist article deck to help you connect with your intuition as well as the my Mind is a Garden series and coloring book. A reminder that we can cultivate beauty and meaning in our minds and lives. Savannah creates custom art pieces that bring beauty and sacred energy to her collector's home. She also works one-on-one with women and creatives who want to find their authentic voice, unlock their intuition, and lead a life full of joy and self-expression. So I hope you enjoy and we can learn a little bit about more intuition and uh, self-expression it was a great conversation so here it is enjoy the podcast welcome to the artistically you podcast where mixed media art is a place for all
1: here we are going to talk about art as a mindful practice connect with our creativity and embrace curiosity this is your host
0: mixed media artist jana oliveira Hi, Savannah. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad that you accept to be here with us today. I think it's going to be a very exciting conversation because you have so much good content. And I discover you through a mutual uh, Facebook group that we were. And I love when I discover your you know, content on Instagram. And tell us to start off, what have you been doing on Instagram and also Clubhouse? We're going to talk about that as well.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for having me today. I'm super glad to be here. So I am a full-time mixed media artist. So I work in watercolor and acrylic and ink. I am the creator of an Oracle deck called the Artist Oracle Deck. And I work with women to access their, basically their voice and their intuition. And so a lot of that comes through a lens of creativity because I think when we start trusting our intuition and our voice in one area, it really gets easier to trust it and use it in all areas of our life. I work with women on mindset and empowering them to find their creative, authentic, most powerful voice and trusting their intuition. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I do on Instagram. And then every week, actually today, because it's Friday, I lead a room on Clubhouse where we talk about how to work with your intuition and how to use it in really practical ways. So it's called Intuitive Living. to find and work with your intuition and every week we talk about ways to find your intuition in your body and to access it through different periods of life and um yeah just basically different ways to come home to really trusting that inner wisdom you
0: to be one of the first guests here on the podcast because this is something that i want to learn more and i'm very connected with and i feel that pull to learn more about it as the podcast main goal here is to also help women to connect art and well-being, and mental health. So I love of all the content about self-confidence because I think this is huge, especially for us that create art. And um, I think it's, it's something that unfortunately all that is out there creates. this. I mean, I think always when you do art, you already have self-doubt That is normal. But I think today it got a little hyped up with social media and everything. So tell us about how did you get it started to, on this path to help women with you know, self-confidence and all that.
1: So I've been creating art since I was a teenager. I took my first art classes in high school. And I, so I've been painting ever since then. That's something that I've always done, but it hasn't been something that I've always done as a career. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a massage therapist and an energy worker for a long time. And so I worked Mm -hmm. with people's bodies and their stories and they're, you know, working to help them kind of access strength and um, change and empowerment inside their body. And that has informed a lot of the way that I personally coach and help women, um, because your intuition and that inner knowing really lives in your, in your body. Mm. It's not something that we can always access with just our minds or our thoughts. Mm. Um, and so as I've developed my art practice over the years, it's been something where like a se- you know, the series would, ha- would develop like my mind is a garden series where we're talking about choosing words and empowerment and beauty and cultivation, like in your own mind as though it we're a garden and weeding out the things that like self-doubt, like fear, mm-hmm. like um, we all have those. That's a superhuman experience, but mm-hmm. um, not letting those hold you back or diminish what it is that you want to create. We have the the power to be really powerful creators. So that's what that series was about. And then the the deck was really one of the biggest pieces that where I started to to realize that my art could kind of empower others in the same way. Because I started creating that deck for me. Those were images that I and messages that I really felt like I needed to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were painted on paper cards. And so I started doing drawings or um, readings on Instagram, pulling the cards and people would come every week and were interested in it becoming a deck. And so then it was almost like watching this process unfold and realizing that I would create art for me, no matter what, like, that's Mm -hmm. my calling. Like I love it, but, and I'm so grateful that other people, you know, collect it and purchase it and things like that, but I would create and paint no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so the idea that I can also offer sessions or work with other artists or empower other women to access their own intuition and find their own voice feels like a way for me to give back. That's even bigger than my art Mm -hmm. because creative creativity has been such a safe place and has given me so much. I want other women to really understand how valuable it is when they trust their own gifts, because that's when we empower each other, then that woman will be a lighthouse for somebody else. And it just ripples out. So the more empowered, creative women that are out there that trust their voices and trust right. themselves and mm-hmm. trust their gifts, the more we uplift every other woman. And so yes. it's, I to me, it's bigger, bigger than me, I guess. Yes. In that way. And
0: so when you say the deck, so let's talk about the deck a little bit, because I love the idea of the deck. So people out there that are not in any way whatsoever familiar with this and they think, oh, it's like tarot or are you reading the future? I Mm. don't think it's like this. So explain a little bit what is the Mm. deck that you're talking about.
1: So the deck is, it's called the Artist Oracle Deck and it doesn't actually have anything to do with being an artist. It's really designed in the belief that we are all artists of our life. And so we're all creators. And if your life is a canvas, what are you making with it? Mm. And so it's not tarot um, in that the cards the cards, for example, they don't have like really strict meanings. The cards are about drawing and connecting to yourself. So you could ask a question or you could just say, what do I need to see? And then draw a card from the deck and there'll be an image. And some of them are joy or strength or focus. Um, some of the, some of the pieces are from the, my mind is a garden series and other ones are not there's, there's ones that talk about abundance or discipline or just things that really relate to life. But on the back, there's a message and then there's also a journal prompt. So I think the thing that makes this deck the most special are the journal prompts on each card because it's about how does this apply for you and and to you. And so it gives everyone an opportunity to kind of journal and take the message deeper and figure out how this applies in their own life and to Mm -hmm. trust their intuition and trust their magic. So when yes. you're pulling cards and you start to see images and messages and these journal prompts that, that really help you go, Oh, I did know that. Oh, that was exactly what I needed to see. Oh, that does apply so much. Like you, you start to trust your own heart through mm-hmm. these visual images and through these messages. And it becomes sort of like this feedback where you become more trusting of your own intuition, and your new wisdom. So tools like that can be a really great jumping off point to work with your intuition, but it already. Exists this inside of you the cards are just helping what's already there
0: yeah and the prompts I think help sometimes when you you know you're not familiar with this kind of work and you are afraid of your own you know intuition or own sentiments about things Mm -hmm. it kind of helps Mm -hmm. you to have more courage to go Mm -hmm. ahead what do you think is the most women have that blocks them from trusting that? their calling or their intuition about, you know, creating.
1: I think fear of judgment from other mm. people is a big one. Yes. That's one that I hear a lot. And yes. then the other thing I think is that we get stuck on is like, who am I to have that? Who am I to trust myself that much? Who am I yes. to have these gifts that are this big in the world? And they kind of tie together, you know, because we want to be women, have such big hearts and they care about other people so much. And I think Mm -hmm. sometimes to the extent that we let what other people think or feel or what we're afraid of, what other people will think or feel get in the way of sharing what it is that we have to say and what Uh it is that we have to give when the reality is once you start to do that, you actually empower other women that want a voice, you empower other women that want to know what their gifts are, that want to trust their bodies and want to trust their intuition and want to trust their calling. And so, we have to get beyond the fear of mm-hmm. what other people will think of us and mm-hmm. and embrace our gifts and embrace our power.
0: And also, so that we can that, share it. Yes, and also, it's that thing I think in that our ego is saying that people you know, you're afraid of the judgment, but many times people are not judging you. This is something that your mm-hmm. ego is putting in your mind. Mm-hmm. It's always that thing that we are very self-centered sometimes, mm-hmm. thinking that people are watching your every move. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's not true. You know, sometimes we think people are judging, but sometimes, you know, they are appreciating, or sometimes they just don't say anything. And mm-hmm. sometimes they feel afraid to say something to you and we see in another way and I think that blocks us
1: I have such a supportive community on Instagram and on Clubhouse and on yeah. TikTok so I feel so lucky to have that but I also understand that there are people that might judge and there are people that might not like yeah. what I do but the messages and the, the the messages that I get from women saying that the deck has helped them or that they feel inspired to try something or mm-hmm. that outweighs any potential judgment because there's p- such purpose to me behind what it is that I do. And so t- I think once you step into it, the purpose, it takes away a lot of the fear because yes. what you're doing is so much bigger. Yes. Um, so I would say if you're really fearing judgment, my my tip actually would be to go bigger, would be to think bigger because once you start realizing what an impact you're capable of having, it makes the fear of the judgment yeah. go away I, I, <laughs> a
0: little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we have to go through that stage on being uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable, mm, yes. I think that's a good sign. It's a sign that you're going to grow on the other side. But if you are okay with it, you, it it's going to be okay, but it's not going to bring you as much growth on the other side. I, per- I
1: personally choose, try to choose ease inside my growth. Um, and it doesn't mean that I don't have uncomfortable growth periods. Like I, I have them. I absolutely have them, but I still like to choose ease in them and comfort in them. And so I think mm-hmm. there's this idea of like, if you push yourself into this comfort zone, you're going to be uncomfortable all the time and you might just have uncomfortable moments, but you can mm-hmm. still build joy in and comfort in and yes. ease in, in a way that makes you feel, feel taken care of so that yes. you can get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, because yeah, at the yeah. uh, at the Beautiful. end of the day, you
0: have to like what you're creating and you have to have joy yes. in the process, because if you don't have joy in the process, yes. what are you doing, you know, but right, talk with me a little bit explaining, like you said, that the intuition starts in the body, explain mm-hmm. that a little bit for me.
1: So everybody's intuition operates differently. Like the way that I feel and receive information through my intuition is going to be different than the way that you do or the way that anybody else does. But there are common threads that run together. And so my biggest tip would be for somebody that wants to, to work with their intuition is to just ask your body to show you yes And then ask your body to show you no, because you'll get really very physical sensations from both of those. And it's interesting to me how many women discount their gut sensations. Oh, I have a Mm -hmm. gut feeling, or oh, I have this, but that that's not my intuition. Um, when it is, your your intuition and your inner wisdom is as much a part of you as your heartbeat or your breath, it's always there. But Mm -hmm. it's from for me personally, it's very calm. My intuition does not have emotion attached to it. And when I receive information I feel my intuition in my body and I also am clairaudient and clairvisual. So my, my intuition comes through what I see and what I hear, but the, I only know that because I've, I've spent so much time working with mine personally and I trust it. I, I trust it so much. So when you're on your path where you really want to start to get to know your intuition, you have to one, take a look at like your nervous system and do you feel like you're you can be in a calm space to to even access it and if not then that might be a place to start because when we're in that fight or flight or and you know a lot of women ask how do I trust my intuition when things have gone wrong before or Mm. if I'm working through trauma and it's a relationship like any other relationship it takes time Mm -hmm. and it takes time coming back to trusting your body and trusting the wisdom that lives there but it's it's completely possible and Your intuition speaks to you in in ways that really come about from your just wanting to get to know it and wanting to experience it and wanting to build that relationship. So if you're at the beginning of that path, um, yeah, I would say ask yes or no. Um, and start just saying, I'm open to my intuition. What what do I notice during the day? Do I hear songs? Do I see people? Does somebody call me out of the blue? Mm. Um, you know, do, do coincidences start happening? Just more awareness and just a little more intention
0: mm-hmm.
1: can make a huge difference. i this in the clubhouse room all the time because it's not about like having some fancy ritual. Not that you can't, but your intuition doesn't need ritual with meditation and candles and or your intuition when you're cooking or your intuitive practices be a part of you know just taking a shower like you're you have so many opportunities to just be more aware mm-hmm. and more intentional and just want to work with it and then just kind of see what comes up for you i'm in it, the middle of creating an ebook for for people that's going to have like really concrete
0: exercises to try oh that's to get great to their
1: intuition because there's so many
0: i think it reminds me of uh, Eckhart Tolle, um, you know, teachings that he says about being in the moment, like when you are taking a shower, pay attention at the shower and what's going on, mm, mm, and mm-hmm. all the moments around to be centered mm. what's going on. Like if you're outside, listen to the trees, listen to the birds. If you are driving, pay attention where your hand is, and things like that to bring you to the moment because. I think there are moments that mm-hmm. our thoughts get so erratic that we forgot to center and pay attention. Like, what is it that I'm feeling, you know, instead of just, you know, being quiet in that moment and recognizing mm-hmm. it. And I, I think for me, I've been that quest to, with anxiety to, calm my mind that I've been certainly there are moments I think especially when we are artists there's a lot of there for artists like in terms of even business and and suggestions and this and that there are many times that people or classes Mm. or things said things to me and I felt like no I don't I don't think that works for me I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. I want to do this even though you're saying that I should not do this I want to do this because I feel in my heart that I want to do this. I think another moment is we are moving to another state and we are you know, in the process of buying a house. And, you know, when you're searching houses and you're thinking that's going to be my house for many years. So we have to, you know, and there were many houses that I felt in my heart, like, no, this is not, it's not going to work. This is not the house for me. And I felt that it's starting to feel like I started to question myself. Is that the house that I want? Do I see myself in that house? And I started to receive this um, feelings that I knew. No, that's, that's not, that's not going to work for us. And I think we have to start recognizing that in that sense. Um, So in clubhouse, You have this weekly room and tell us a little bit, because I think it's going to be so much better when we move and we're going to be back to Eastern time, because I miss so many things on Clubhouse because of time, because I'm on Pacific time. I'm always behind people. Um, But tell us a little bit about uh, the room, because I think it's a great room and how Mm -hmm. you help women in that room. And, And what time do you guys meet every Friday?
1: So it's every Friday at 3.30 Mountain Time. Um, I'm in Colorado, so 3.30 Mountain Time. Um, and I host the room with Diane Sears and Vicki Kuman, who are uh, lovely other moderators as well. The thing I love the most about this room is that it ends some weeks. Um, it's, you know, full of when we introduce ourselves and every week we talk talk about our intuitive wins so we make space for women to come in and talk about how they used their intuition that week or if anything's come up or just if they've really been practicing you know any of the techniques or trying any of the tools that we've talked about and then we make space for women to ask questions if they're wanting to develop their relationship with their intuition or they're working through something like anxiety or depression or a life situation and they're feeling you know like they're having trouble accessing their intuition or mm-hmm. um, if they have questions just about any of the tools that we use pendulums or cards or Mm card readings or just all of those things and then we also just make space for women to share their stories how they feel they're into and there's so much wisdom that gets shared in that room but what I love is that usually what happens is someone will say this is the thing I needed to hear today or I came into this room because I just had a feeling and this is the thing that I needed to hear like the whole room operates on such an energetic level of um of trust and of being intuitive and of ch- of changing every week to serve whoever is in that room. Mm-hmm. So I just love it because I tr- I trust that space so much that it's going to be, you know, we all just say like may it serve whoever is here today and mm-hmm. um we're just having a really informal conversation. Mm-hmm. We love when people come up on stage and we just are there to serve our community and help our community in any way we can, and that really means sometimes just listening, and other times it means a- you know answering questions, offering things that have worked for us or things that you could try. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a really beautiful space every week. So
0: yes, I agree. I uh, love it. So- something that I love about Clubhouse that I don't host anything there is mostly likely for me to learn. But I love the conversations that I've been finding there when I have time to go there, it just, you know, not even related to art, but about women and um, women getting together yes. to discuss their issues or want it to grow, or as you said, just, I don't know, sometimes just talking about confidence and about um, issues that they have. I had amazing conversations and listened to amazing conversations there. And I think it's, just great and I think the fact that it's just audio it gives people that are very shy to share things a little bit more space to share and it's to me it's really great if you you know you're listening to this and you never been to Clubhouse it's it can be what you want it to be I try to find rooms about women getting together and discussing these things and so far I've sometimes especially the pandemic we feel so isolated right and then suddenly you go to a place that you can talk with women about any issue about i i participate in rooms about kids about motherhood and mm. you know having a special needs child about mothers like me or about anxiety and women talking about the real things that they go through and sometimes it seems that women are not talking and then suddenly you go to the space and a whole nother world opens and I certainly Mm -hmm. have joined your room before and rooms about intuition because I want to learn more about this. You know, I want to learn more about, I I did psychology and I'm very related to CBT and I love to hear all this kind of talks and um, it's really amazing. It's it's amazing the kind of conversations that we have and um, I love also manifestation and to learn more about this stuff. And it's been really amazing, amazing the 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 growth and the opportunities that we see on clubhouse. So I if you're listening to this and you feel like, "Oh, I don't know, it seems you know, And the good thing is you join when you can. and as you said, sometimes you identify, oh, it seems that the universe wanted me to be in this room. But I know you also drew uh, coloring books for women to also, I think, you know, even like relax a little bit. Yeah. Am I wrong? Or no, to yeah. just start practicing with tools and things like that. So tell us about it. So the, the
1: coloring book is, um, it's called My Mind is a Garden. So it's again, a part of that larger series. Um, but the the way that I created it is there's like an intro page, and then there's a benefits page of coloring at the, at the back, because coloring is definitely soothing and relaxing. And it can be a place for, yes. you know, to, like a great way to get into that meditative flow space. But this particular book is created so that there's an image and then the back of the image is blank. So what I really wanted to do was give women a space of their own to create. So there is, and there are, you know, the images throughout the coloring book, but, but each backside of the image is blank. And there's also blank space involved in the design of each image so that you have space to make it your own. And then you can either take them out and frame them, or you could use the backspace to journal or doodle or create or paint or mm-hmm. however it is that you want to use it. But it was created as a space for women to like play and mm-hmm. have this portable book they could take anywhere and create at any time.
0: Is that printable or is no, that physical? Not,
1: um, so at the, moment, at the moment, it's physical. It's a hard mm. copy. Um, I am looking at creating... I can never pronounce this right. Is it Patreon? Patreon? Patreon. <laughs> um, account where I'm going to be doing... Patreon. Where I'm going to be doing um, digital, like one digital coloring book page for my Patreon collectors oh, okay. every month. So they'll be able mm-hmm. to like download a different one every month. But for now, the physical coloring okay. book. Because I think there's something really impo- like to having the whole space connected and having all mm-hmm. those pages together kind of like a journal um yes. so I like the idea of it being something that that's a good idea hold. yeah
0: you can also create a journal from the coloring books for sure
1: yeah. I've thought about that too. Or it's like an, um, a combination like with the deck to have a journal that goes with it because of the journaling. Yes. Um, so it's exciting. Cause there's lots of, you know, there's, I feel like there's always more creative avenues that are opening up that I want to try. It's just about balancing that with life and being a mom and <laughs> painting. Yes. And <laughs> yes. we know <laughs> but that. It's exciting. Cause your creative, your creative options never run out. So, and you
0: have, you have how many children? I have two. I have yeah. a, a six year old boy and a daughter who's almost three. Oh my so, gosh. Okay, so um, so as we get to the end here, what would you say we talked about that, you know, the, the majority of women say, I have fear judgment. But also mm. what would you say another topic that I think is huge is when they think they're not creative, because it's such mm. a pet peeve for me, because I believe in mm. my heart, every soul is creative. We were born creative. Mm-hmm. And this is such a strong thing for me. I wanted to like scream, like when somebody mm-hmm. says to me, I can't. I said, I wanted to shake that person that you, can. you um, can. So uh tell us about a little, because I know also through your content that you're very strong about this, like me. So tell us a little bit, at least something that people can start believing in their work, believing that they are creative. Mm,
1: I I completely agree with you. I think everyone is a creative being just by being a human being. You you have a creative center. You have a a sacral chakra creative Mm -hmm. center. Every human being does. And I think The more interesting question is if you feel like you're not creative, how can you make your life a little bit more like art? So, whether that means arranging your food in a more beautiful way, Mm -hmm. or that means arranging, you know, your cleaning up a corner of your house or making a wall for yourself yes. that feels really beautiful in that way. Mm-hmm. Whether it's planting flowers, some people are creative through their green thumbs. For some people, it's music. Mm-hmm. For some people, their creativity comes in how they raise their children and yes. the games they play and the ways that they interact with other people. Mm-hmm. But my, I think the more interesting question is what areas of your life do you feel like you want to make more beautiful Mm. And then what interests you in a way, what lights you up or, or fuels your curiosity or what, what form of beauty do you want more in your life? And to just let yourself expand on that and your creativity, your creativity is naturally going to unfold through that. So to understand that your greatest masterpiece is the life that you're living. It's never going to be the thing that you make. It is who you are. So what, Areas do you want to add beauty into? For some people, that's Mm -hmm. the way they dress. For some, it's their makeup. For some, it's the way they speak. They just are so eloquent and beautiful in their rhythm and their cadence. Like there are so many ways, Mm -hmm. and people are so unique. So to just trust that the forms of beauty that you want in your life are valuable, and Mm -hmm. to let yourself really explore making your life the masterpiece that you want it to be and your creativity will 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 unfold so beautifully just from that yes
0: yes absolutely absolutely and beautiful beautifully said and i think like i just had a um, another interview that i recorded with a friend that we actually met each other online as well and we've been having this you know meet on zoom to create together and just talk and and she lives in uh, chicago and i live here in washington and we you know sat down and talk and create but uh when i recorded she was like why are you inviting me i'm not an artist and i said no you are you create how come you say you're not an artist and there is also this concept that if i'm not selling i'm not an artist i still opposite. it mm-hmm. <laughs> and and also the podcast is open um i said that in my first episode the podcast is going to be open for every kind of art Mm -hmm. every kind of art my podcast is not just for painters because I am a painter my podcast is for every human being that create art with their hands or with as you said in a garden it's art in any Mm other kind of form so when she said that to me I was like don't say that of course you are you create beautiful things you record your life and and she's like I have a full-time job make sure you say that and I'm like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. No, if you are listening to this, despite of you selling art or not, you are creative. You are an artist in every single thing you touch. We make beauty in every single thing mm-hmm. we touch. And that's why we yes. have, this is here for people to share. And I want to bring every kind of person to share the beauty that they bring to the world because Everything we do, no matter how small, it is beauty bringing. We have just this life and we cannot think of things we do like that. I think we have to change the way we think. And I think people that do the content like you do, and I'm certainly trying to put my feet of just encouraging people to, you know, pick up something and just create, just do it with a pan ball. You know, it's just like, just get it started. Right. So we have yeah. to take that in and create and do whatever brings your, your body, your soul happiness. So Savannah, last advice, one advice that you could end today, how people can get closer to their intuition, one thing that they can do.
1: Yeah, I would say the one thing that you can do is know that you can't mess it up. I think mm-hmm. people have this idea of if they miss the call or they miss the intuition or they miss the signs or they make a mistake or they have something in life that they regret that they have made something that's irreversible or that they can't come back from. And my my advice to you would just be to understand that you can't get it wrong, that you're either always learning or growing and to let yourself feel all of your feelings. Because yes. when we judge pieces of ourselves as some are right and some are wrong, we are missing our wholeness and we're missing, we're missing our life is happening to us. And we're judging it as being bad wrong. When, if we could just let ourselves feel all of it and be a part of all of it, some of it is so hard, but it's so beautiful. And so my piece of advice would be that you're not getting it wrong. And how can you just trust yourself a little bit more and trust your life a little bit more and trust trust what you want, you know, like if your desires and your intuition and your heart are calling you to something. My mother once said to me, I was telling her about something and she said, I said, my soul wants this. And she said, then you must have it. And I've never forgotten it. So trust Uh the things that are
0: calling you and trust yourself. Beautiful. Beautiful. I am so grateful that you came to talk to me. Sometimes I think people think that the artist community is not united. But more and mm. more, I see the opposite. And I so believe that we can grow together. I'm so happy for the people that say yes and are willing to share the wisdom here to other people. I am so grateful that you came here today and said beautiful things for us, uh, Savannah. And so are you having anything right now going on? I know you had recently a coach program, but are you having something that you're launching right now? I
1: not sure when this will release but tomorrow I'm doing a free masterclass for people on showing up on social media the energy mm-hmm. of like being seen and being comfortable and for artists and women um sweet container would be intuition if you're an artist we work on how do you share your work how do you get your work out there how do you talk about selling it how do you get your energy behind being an artist. Mm -hmm. Um, if, you know, if that's really what you want to do and that's what you want to build as a business, that's who I work with. But, um, that those containers are for women, whether they are artists or not, it's just really for the women who wants to create the life that is art.
0: Mm-hmm. And how, uh, how can people, uh, know when you have a class, do you have a newsletter that people can sign up on? Or... I do.
1: So my website is linked in my bio on Instagram mm-hmm. and yes. there's a place where you can sign up for my and email put, list and you receive.
0: Yes. And I'll put all the links as well on the blog post for this episode. Oh, and yes. I also, so there's a, yeah. Yeah. And I also would, um, Advise people to go to Savannah's Instagram and check out all her reels and her um, IGTV. And you're going to be amazed with her content and you're going to feel uplifted. Um, She's been doing, I think, because of this uh, master, you just uh, also you do a lot of stories, which is good. But you just release some reels and stuff about being shy and how you should show yourself. Well, I know some people are shy with video and they don't want to show themselves or they mm-hmm. feel afraid. Uh, but also you have a lot of content. So if people want to learn more, she has a lot of content about intuition and of course her art. Uh, and she's a lover of watercolor like me. So um, <laughs> just just go check up her stuff because it's beautiful. And she also has a store that she sells some things related to her art, like shirts, right? shirts and things like that yes. so yes yeah so art. we it's have wearable art <laughs> yeah we have to support small business and especially women so we are all for that over here and we Thank you. i'm so glad to um you know i think more women help women the world would be a better place i don't know that's just me yes, i
1: agree <laughs> no I completely
0: agree yeah Savannah thank you so much, you so much. definitely we have to do this again and I think people are going to take a lot of you know food for thought from this episode and I'm so thankful um, because I think it's going to change a lot of people's thinking so I appreciate it thank, thank you, you so, so much. much
1: thanks for listening check episode notes at the number two worldart.com slash blog Connect with Jana on Instagram at Jana underscore two worlds and make sure to receive our artful insights by signing up
0: at bit.ly slash join two worlds art.